Richard Russell, and welcome to Creativity and Composition. Well, for those of you who are my loyal listeners and have been wondering where I am, am I ever going to do another podcast, I appreciate your patience. I've been on a bit of a podcast holiday, I suppose, as my day job and other activities have been taking a lot of time from me over the last several weeks. I'm having a new piece of mine premiered in New York City this Saturday, March 4th, and all those details are at my website, rdrussell.com. I'm very excited about it. It's, uh, it's one of the best pieces I've ever written, I think. And even though I've been absent for a while from podcast world, I continue to get great emails from around the world and hits on my website, etc. So let me thank you, all you longtime listeners, for waiting so patiently on an update. And let me welcome any new listeners out there as well. And stay tuned. I have some exciting topics in the queue for future podcasts. Okay, enough with those announcements. Uh, Let's get on with the show here. Today, I want to talk about boxiness. Boxiness is a problem, and it is something to avoid. I have a good friend whose first language is not English, and she assumed I was talking about Johannes Sebastian Bach. So, just so you know, when I'm talking about boxiness and that it's a problem, we're not talking about B-A-C-H, Bach. We're talking about box, B-O-X, boxiness. So what is boxiness? Well, it's something so neat and tidy that you can fit it into a box. There's two kinds of boxiness to avoid, and we're not talking about performance boxiness as composers. Performance boxiness, uh, you've probably heard music that was performed very boxy. It sounds a little bit like a MIDI recording where everything is quantized, very tight, and tied attached to the beat. It's a quality of almost robot-like performance. I've heard pianists, for instance, who are very technically skilled, but don't have any really element of emotion or surprise or chance to their performance. And we want to do that as composers. We want all that. Uh, We want there to be emotion and surprise and chance in the music. Think about it like this. Have you ever been in a conversation where someone says, well, maybe you said it, I'm only going to give you until the count of five. One, two, three, four... Well, what comes next? Five comes next. That's what boxiness is, when everything comes into a neat little predictable pattern. Now, you've heard this instead, I'm sure. Someone will say, I'm only going to give you to the count of five. One, two, three, four, four and a half, four and three quarters, etc. That's so much more interesting, isn't it? You get the idea. What you've done is you've created some tension. You're not letting the other shoe drop so quickly. You're not being predictable. That's what it's all about, to avoid being boxy. Now, it's possible to have a boxy melody or a boxy harmony also, but there's a very quick and easy, convenient way to avoid boxiness problems in those particular areas. The easiest way to avoid boxiness is this. Vary your rhythms. Vary your rhythms. Let's consider a musical example. Take a standard 4-4 beat at a pretty good pace. You set up a tempo like this. 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4. But what if you change meter in the middle? Try 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 4. Or even more exciting, try 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4, 
One, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four. So what have I done here? I've inserted a three, four measure and also a five, four measure, and I've dropped them in right into the middle of a standard four, four beat. I've interrupted the beat. I've varied the rhythm. It gives a little bit more edge, a little bit more unpredictability, and hopefully a little bit more interest right into the beat. You don't let the proverbial other shoe drop quite so quickly, or perhaps you drop that shoe before expected. This is one reason why I don't like to write in 3-4 rhythm very often. I love a good waltz, and I have great admiration for those who write waltzes well, because it's very hard to vary that rhythm once you get locked into it. One, two, three, one, two, three, or, you know, the standard beat. It's very hard to get out of that once you're writing a waltz, but there are certainly excellent waltzes out there. I just don't happen to enjoy writing them. Now, in the early 20th century, there was the idea of liberating music from the tyranny of the bar line. I think that's what we're talking about here. The first time I heard that, I had no idea what that was all about. But the more I've grown as a composer, the more I've come to understand what this means. Just because you've nominally set up your composition in 4-4 time doesn't mean you have to do that throughout the entire piece. Now let's consider Beethoven. In his day and age, you didn't change the meter every other measure or so. But he still created tension and avoided boxiness by putting accents on the so-called wrong beats or through use of syncopation or throwing in an unexpected chord. You can find meter changes in the best pop music, too. The Beatles did this very frequently. Listen to songs like She Said, She Said, We Can Work It Out, and Good Morning, Good Morning. These songs change effortlessly from 3-4 to 4-4 to 5-4. And even a more recent song like Lose Yourself by Eminem has some very interesting ways with dealing with boxiness. It opens with a very standard driving eighth note feel, with a very standard 4-4 drum and bass track, it doesn't sound too promising as far as avoiding boxiness. Where the rhythmic interest comes from is in the vocal, which constantly tugs and pulls and works at odds and ends with the standard underlying beat. The rhymes of the lyrics don't land where you expect them to, and you end up with something that sounds very much like a rhythmic counterpoint. So, as you're writing your music, keep all this in mind. Throw in a little bit of rhythmic variety now and then. Throw in a chord that's not where it's supposed to be, or take that melodic leap to an unexpected spot. Be aware and beware of boxiness. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned. As I say, I've got some topics coming up soon that I'm excited about, and I'm anxious to get them published for you. And you can look for a new podcast update pretty soon. In the meantime, if you'd like to give me any feedback, suggestions, comments... Go to my website, www.rdrussell.com. That's R-D-R-U-S-S-E-L-L.com. You can look through some of my scores, read my latest news, or send me an email. Until next time, this is Richard Russell with Creativity and Composition saying, keep creating.